I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm living in a fantasy world, and it may not be the fantasy world that you think. It has nothing to do with uh, putting that wig back on Mm. or feet or any other weird shit that people are into. It's the tangent. It's the tangent with The Fred Show. Giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. So I, you guys know I'm a pilot. I talk about it all the time. I'm obsessed with, you know, aviation. It's probably the thing in my life, aside from this and my family, I guess, that I'm proudest of or that I'm most passionate about. Um, And I I think if I weren't doing this, I would be a professional pilot. And for some reason yesterday, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but there's a Facebook group that's private for aviation jobs all over the world. And Mm. I joined it. Oh, boy. And so now on my feed, when I go to Facebook, which I don't know, for some reason I go there. You do. It's kind of wild. For some reason I use Facebook. I really don't know why. Well, birthdays, it helps me with birthdays, mm-hmm. but it's part of my part of my little rabbit hole of yeah. app scanning. Um, but now I'm getting, like, I'm for the first day I'm seeing all these different ads of pilot jobs I could have. And and it, it, I don't know why I'm doing it, because I'm not leaving. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go do it. Yeah, please delete that, whatever yeah. group you just joined. Let's move on to another girl you meet at the airport or something. Well, I I appreciate that 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 matters to you. Um, I I don't know what. Maybe it's just like it makes me feel as though I have control over this dream world. Like I could do something about it, even though I'm not going to. I I don't know. It's it's all a fantasy. It would make zero sense for me to leave here and go do that. Would make zero sense whatsoever. So I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm going to delete. What about you guys though? Is there nothing? Do you never daydream about another life? And I don't mean, I don't want a different life entirely. I just think like, I don't know. What, if it didn't matter, mm-hmm. what would you do? Do you ever think about that? 
I mean, if it didn't matter and I just like had unlimited funds to survive, you're saying? Well, I don't know. Or if you were willing to accept maybe a, a lesser lifestyle or, um, I mean, if it were just simply about passion. Probably like rescuing animals or something or like working like at, I don't know, like paws. You know what I mean? Like I always wanted to do something um, like well, nonprofit. you can't do that. No, I know. But like, I mean, like 24-7, like devote my whole life. And there are people who do that and they're angels. I know I always wanted to like do like nonprofit work too. Um, I always said like, oh, I probably work for like a charity organization, um, which, yeah, I would, that's why I would love the whole volunteer part of that because you can still be a part of it, you know, but obviously like I have other things um, in my life. But I think like that's really it. I mean, I feel like I worked really hard for this life. Um, so I really feel like I'm where I want to be, you know, because I feel like we, we still have the privilege and the honor to do other things, too, mm-hmm. which I think people don't. We have time on our side. We got God on our side. Um, Kaylin. Yes, dear. What would you do? Honestly, if this if this folded tomorrow and you're I know I'm knocking on wood or or just if you if you just said, you know what, I'm going to because honestly. A lot of. I love this job, and it was, it's was it been my passion since I was a, a tiny, tiny little kid, and it was all I ever wanted to do, and I, I even thought I was going to go a different direction just to avoid it, and that's a whole different story. But but, and as much as I love it and as much as it feeds my competitive desires and as much as I want to make a legacy, and I think we have a chance to do that as a show, like a big legacy, like not only in Chicago, but, you know, to be one of those. I mean, look, you know, in if we do this for 20 or 30 years, then maybe we get to be one of those shows that people regard as, you know, the some of the, I don't know. I, it's hard to say best because I don't know that some of the best shows or the, or the most well-known or the most talented necessarily, but that made the most impact to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I sometimes think I'm just a chicken shit because it, I think sometimes I'm just driven by money. Yeah. Like I, be, because the money I can make here fuels the other stuff I really love to do. And without it, I wouldn't be able to do as much of it. So, I say all that because if you just decided either the money doesn't matter or you or you had access to money or or it ended. Yeah. So I I try really hard not to like live in uh, anywhere other than here just for me mentally that's best. However, I would love to do this very job with you guys and live somewhere else. I do think about that a lot like wow, I may never get to live elsewhere, and there are a couple other places where I would love to experience living. Where? Um, so my whole life growing up, I always thought that I would end up in New York. I would not end up in New York now knowing how loaded <laughs> I would need to be to live in New York. And then I also wild. fantasize yeah. about living in the South. Like, I just think that there's a part of me that would just really thrive in the South. Like Atlanta, Nashville. Um, Yeah, I love Nashville. Charlotte. Love Austin. I haven't been to Charlotte except for the airport, but sounds like a cool place. Um, I wa- I've been watching a lot of Southern Charm. It's just different over there, and I feel like I would really thrive in the South. Like I, I do like country music, and I, I would love to have like different weather. Um, but other than that, no. But Rufi- I would like to live somewhere else. Rufio, and I don't mean like playing the NBA because obviously, uh, I mean it's, like it's kind of related to the NBA. Like my, I, I've. Like I love the Chicago Bulls. I, I would do anything to work with the Chicago Bulls for the Chicago Bulls. Like, uh, I I'm not gonna call that guy out, but the guy who hosts the games now, like the the in game. So you'd like to be that guy? Yeah, he sucks. Like <laughs> I'm gonna straight up say it. Like he's not good. He's not. He doesn't have nice. a. He doesn't have a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like when I go to the games, it's just like. I don't feel the 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 vibe of this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be perfect at I want to be that dude. You would you would be perfect at like, it. Get the crowd hyped and get them excited and make the announcements. It's something that I don't know. I've 
I, like I go to a lot of Bulls games and I see I I've seen every everybody that's come through those doors and done that job. I'm like, these guys all suck. I've done that job. It's a hard job. Not here. I did it in Charlotte for two seasons. It's a hard job. Yeah. Uh, and granted, I was at the time there were uh, 14 people in the arena. So yeah. 14 people saw me do it. That's amazing. Um, like I know I know it's a serious job, but it looks like so much fun, especially if you're like a fan of the team and you have a passion. Yeah, for because the team. it's real for you. Like right. you're really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what sucks about that is like a lot of things in this in this town and in, in, in this business, it's political. You know, yeah. it's you. You can't even be considered for that job because Correct. you don't know because you're not aligned with the right people mm-hmm. and the right company and the whole thing. And, and that's what pisses me off. Is is makes me sick. It makes me mad for you because with all the success that we've had, you know, we sh- it would make sense right. for you to Correct. have a job like that. It would make sense for like, them and for you, right? You know, to to for this that to be an extension of what we're doing here. Yeah, like for us to use each other. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. But. That's not the way I it know. works. But you would be good at it. And I would never say never. You never know. Right. You never know. Maybe, you know, things change. And I don't know if saying the guy sucks helps. But <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I you know. <laughs> you know I'm my boy here. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, as, a, as a fan of the team that, like, I go to the games as a fan of the team. and and He doesn't have that vibe. Like, he feel like, feel like he doesn't, right. he doesn't fit the energy of the the of the arena and the stadium and the fans you know what i'm saying i do think I, I don't i don't know the guy i haven't actually been to a game in a while because every time i look for tickets they're <laughs> stupid expensive and i'm like this is crazy i'll watch it on tv right. but you would be and i mean this wholeheartedly you would be perfect at that job but Thank you. i'm not sure if that helps you or makes you feel worse i, I don't know <laughs> and i agree with you Kaylin. like i don't i don't always know if there's any use in not being present it's so easy with Techno- blame it on technology, blame it on, you, you can even say excuses in your life, you know, to be focused on a life that doesn't exist. I mean, even this fucking metaverse thing now where people can create this whole other life, I, I guess I think maybe there's, that's that's harmful because now you're not even focused on the actual life that you're living, yeah. the one that you I mean, and I guess you have control over the fake one, but, you know, I don't know. Like, people count on you in this one. Like, you have to work, and you have to make money, and you have to take care of yourself, and you have family and obligations. And I think you get wrapped up in this other thing, this idea of a, of a thing that you want to happen maybe that doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's useful. That and comparison, I see, especially with a lot of my friends, like, it hurts them so bad. Like, some friends will follow people on Instagram that literally makes them sad about their life. And I, I've worked really hard to not feel that way. But it's like comparing your life to others or, you know, whatever. It's, it's hard to not do, um, especially with social media. But it's it's mm. really good to try to be grateful for what is here. But, no, it is fun to fantasize sometimes about what you'd be doing. Yeah, and, and you're right about social media, Kalen, because, like, I, and I'm not dogging these people because a lot of them have a lot of followers and are probably monetizing this and getting, you know, even if they're not, they're getting free things out of it that they don't have to pay for that maybe they wouldn't get otherwise. But I, on my algorithm, it'll be, here the day in my life. And it's the most mundane, benign shit. It's like, <laughs> I went to, you know... I went to got it from the grocer and got a green tooth and then I walked down the river and then I, it's like everybody does this stuff. But, but if you get a hundred thousand people, like it's easy for me to say, what, what kind of narcissist are you that you think everybody gives a damn? But then I think, wait a minute, how do I make my right. living? Right. <laughs> I make my living talking about my life. Now, I don't know that I think it's like braggadocious. Yeah. No. I mean, we get to do cool stuff, but it, I think we have the luxury of having yeah. hopefully more of like an interaction. But look, 
I'm the hater because if you've got if your fans can, care, right? <laughs> if you can get people to care I think about s- m- b- mundane shit, then good for you, I guess. Yeah. yeah, something that really helped me is like Americans tend to see happiness as like the end goal, like something they're chasing. Whereas, like for example, in France, like they think of happiness as just an emotion. So, like. It helped me, like, with the perspective of, like, sometimes you're happy and sometimes you're not, but it's not, like, when X, Y, or Z happens, I'll be happy. It's just an emotion. I think contentment is the goal. Not to get too deep. I'm a, I am a weed smoker. But, you know, I just think, like, people are chasing this this thing and they think once they get there, mm. then I'll be happy. Then everything will be perfect. But really, it's just sometimes you're going to be happy, sometimes you're not. But if you can feel content with your life, then I think that should be the goal for people. It's tough because... Mm. I agree with you, but some of the things that that the people might say about me are vapid, and maybe these are even internal, but some of the things that are materialistic, that are judgmental, that are vapid, that are not necessarily useful also fuel me. You know, they've also yeah. driven me to this point, which is a yeah. good place. So that's the struggle that I have sometimes is I, I don't want to be ungrateful, and I don't believe I am, but I'm also driven for more because more typically comes from having more success, accomplishing more, doing yeah. more, having more opportunities. And so I struggle with that. Like to your point, I struggle with that a lot, Kaylin, because it's like Hard. I don't want to be the guy who's driven by the nice car or the vacations or whatever. But if I'm achieving those things, then that means I'm having success. And hopefully the people around me are having success and my family can benefit from it. And so that's a good thing. For sure. Yeah. You know what drives you. So if that's what, you know, fuels your fire and gets you up and gets you doing the best job, then that's totally fine. But like, can you look and think like, do you remember those moments where you look around and you say, I am, I want to be in this moment. I'm really content, whether it be the people you're with or the place you're at, or both. Like those are the moments for me. What life is about. I have like, to. For- I have to that? force myself for those moments. I have to force myself to be that present. Like, no, you're wow, right. You're this right. is this is like this is life. This is life is good right now. And that, you know, I try really hard to say that, if not out loud, but in my head. Like holy shit, I don't want to be anywhere else right now with anyone else. And that is freaking awesome to feel. And it's you know, a lot of people are thinking of what's next or what was in the past, but it's mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. That's very true. I I had to teach myself that, too. And every day I started writing down in a gratitude journal, just like little things, even like, I don't know, a cup of coffee like that shit to me. Like, it's just so nice to be able to say, okay, I can go do this now and just not have to worry about my bank account going negative. You know, like things like that are so important to me. And then I've also noticed not to be all like freaky deaky, but like once you start doing that, you open up more opportunities, like a shit ton of opportunities have come my way in the past year just because of that. You unlock like a part of your life in the universe and. Ooh, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice here. I love it. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, do you remember the last time you felt that way? Yeah. No, I I do feel it, but I have to. It's almost like I have to step outside myself to see it. Yeah. Uh, I have to really force myself to be in the moment because because I am happy with what I have now, and I I would never want to put ungratefulness out into the world because I think as soon as I do, then it gets taken away from me, and then I have a real problem. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I am a bit of a fatalist in that way. So I, I I even sometimes feel bad about talking about what more I think I want or what more I think I should get or have because it's like I don't want for one second for any the spirits or the gods or the universe or the energy or whatever to think that I'm this is some woo-woo shit but like to think that I don't appreciate what I have but I also know that you want more that I yeah that I'm not done you know I'm yeah, not and I think okay. if you don't if you don't 
put those things out there in a healthy way and not like in a dick way, but like in a healthy way, then you will never manifest them. I, I'll tell you, I've manifested most things mm-hmm. that no, I have. have put out there. I love and it's, it. No, and it's amazing. And like, I'm so grateful and, and fortunate and, and lucky for that, but it's also been really hard work. So I keep putting stuff out there because maybe I can manifest that yeah. too. It's crazy how it works when you actually say something out loud or like, you know, like manifest it for lack of a better word. It, and then it happens. You're like, oh my God. I mean, I used to cut out, even in my 20s, pictures of stuff and places. And I own that shit. Like it's, you know what I mean? And I earned it. Like it's, and I know that that's, that's being driven by stuff or location or status or whatever, but it happened. We got to put the work into your manifestations for for sure. sure, But you have to set those intentions and you did. Yeah. It's crazy. So I don't know. I think about this a lot. And, And again, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I should be, Maybe your your example, Kaylin, of being more present is is valuable because I I think oftentimes I'm just what's next, what's the next thing, what's the next that's thing. That's normal. I'm also somebody who always has to have something to look forward to. I think that's why Me I go too. home a lot. I go to Arizona a lot. I think that's yeah. why I put these dog rescue trips out there. It's why the, the solo travel thing. We joke about the blogging and all that. No, I love it. But like that to me. I always had something I was working awesome, towards yeah. and you know what I mean? Like I was planning and then it would happen and then I would plan the next one and I'd put that out there yeah. and like that drove me through three months of winter or, oh, yeah. you know, that is helpful. I'll tell you a busy time or whatever. I just, and that's why the holidays, I love the holidays for so many reasons, but it's because you've got all this built in shit, you know, uh, Halloween's cool. And then you've got, it rolls right into Thanksgiving and then it rolls right into Christmas. And that means family and travel. And, and then you, so if I don't, create stuff like that yeah. and it doesn't have to be egypt you know it could be door county it doesn't matter it's just you know whatever it is <laughs> not nah, fuck door county but yeah, it's got got that fucking apple pie yeah. out there friend. Yeah. let's let's you know what one, <laughs> one day after work we're gonna hop in here fred let's and we're go. gonna fly to that apple pie place <laughs> and go get another one they're like 10 Fuck. pounds of apples <laughs> and i don't know what it tastes like i've never had one yeah, fuck Door County. <laughs> Michigan City is where we're going. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It's just uh, that kind of stuff is helpful, I guess. Yeah, but, I like something to look forward to. And I'm excited about a time when I think it's a little safer to do that. I think I'm probably being ultra conservative, but I don't know that I need to go to Cairo like in two weeks. I think that may or may not be the place I want to yeah. finally get COVID. Probably not. <laughs> I, I know. You know, I'm okay getting COVID like, I don't know, at my house. Yeah, that's <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, the tangent, uh, there's a hundred and some odd episodes of this. So if you haven't caught up, then uh, there's a lot of stuff to listen to. We've been doing it for a while. And uh, tell your friends about it. Subscribe, like, all that stuff. And thank you for listening. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 